Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports, wager on all the basketball going on right now. Not just college, you can get the NBA, the NHL, all of your favorite major sports available in the Superbook Sports app. And TrueMath Fitness, your first workout is free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com, where you can also explore all the great membership options that they have for you to achieve your fitness goals. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go. So, um, March Madness really dominated the landscape of the last couple of days of sports coverage, right? But in the middle of all that, on Friday afternoon, later into the evening, there was a uh, a tweet from Jared Stillman over at 1025 about Titan safety Kevin Byard. Now, Jared's tweet, uh, and I want to pull it up to be specific uh, because I want to make sure that I put it into exact terms because a lot of this stuff has been lost in the shuffle. Um, Jared Stillman, at about 2.30 in the afternoon on Friday, tweeted, Kevin Byard has requested his release from the Titans per source. Now, um, what do we know about this? Well, we know that Kevin Byard is in a contract situation where, um, because of restructures, he's got a pretty big cap hit, and he's one of three players who is in a situation where they're um, – taking up valuable cap space while still being of great value to the team. Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Kevin Byard, all three have been restructured to make room for other deals in years past. All three have very bloated cap hits at this stage, especially given their positions. Um, Tannehill is the most forgivable one because he's the quarterback and that's the most important position, but still $36 million against the cap is a difficult situation. Kevin Byard is in a similar one. So there's the report from Stillman that Kevin Byard has requested his release. So immediately that throws my Friday into a shit show. Um, and I'm trying to track down information. What I was able to discern um, in speaking with a couple of different people around the situation is that Kevin Byard has not, in fact, requested his release officially from the Titans as of uh, today, I checked back in on this to see if that was still the case. That remains the case at this point. If something changes, which it entirely could, we will uh, we will work through those things as they become more clear and obvious and as they become more concrete. But right now, Kevin Byard has not requested his release. What has happened is that Kevin Byard has been put into a situation where he has, uh, where he has act, at where he has been, um, you know, approached about taking a pay cut as one of the team's best and most most important players, because this is what is reported and is fact at this point. The Titans have approached Kevin Byard about taking a pay cut. Now the information, though, where it kind of goes sideways and where it could potentially end in Kevin Byard being released, though that has not yet been requested, we'll get into in just a second. But first, I want to get your reaction to the Kevin Byard pay cut report. Let me know 
on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll discuss at length together right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is presented by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for 2023 model year Fords to test drive on the lot right now. So much inventory in stock in their 40th year of doing business as a locally owned and operated company here in Middle Tennessee. Honesty, integrity, a non-commissioned sales staff, and quality American-made Ford vehicles. All of those things await you at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what was your reaction to the Kevin Byard news? Um, Because there's a couple of different ways that you can look at this. The last time that I talked to Kevin Byard was locker room cleanout day. Last time that Titans media talked to Kevin Byard was locker room cleanout day. And Kevin Byard in that moment said something that I think we all know to be the case. And while you love to hear it, if you're a Titans fan, it is something that puts management in a difficult situation when it comes to the optics of things and trying to manage, you know, stuff like the salary cap. Kevin Byard, understanding that his contract is a situation that they can move on from if they so choose uh, with uh, with some dead money on the books. In fact, I'll pull Kevin Byard's contract up now so I can give you more specifics. But Kevin Byard was asked about his future with this franchise. And, you know, Kevin Byard gave the answer that I think every Titans fan, any sports, any fan of any team would want to hear from one of their cornerstone players. For me? Yeah. Well, this is my legacy, man. I've, I've you know, I've played my college ball here in Tennessee. Uh, just finished my seventh year here in Tennessee. Uh, I would love to be able to retire as a Titan. Um, uh, this this team, this city, this organization, the fans, community, uh, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to my family. Um, so definitely wouldn't want to, really wouldn't, wouldn't really wouldn't want to play any other place, any other city, any other organization other than Tennessee Titans. So that's Kevin Byer. Now here's the contract, okay, courtesy of Over the Cap. Um, KB is on uh, is on a contract, uh, a $70.5 million contract that he signed back in 2021 now for uh or rather in 2019 and then it was restructured several times down the line throughout the course of this thing so right now kevin byard's cap hit is 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 the highest it's ever been it's 19 million dollars against the cap right now his salary is the highest that it's ever been it's 13.6 million dollars with that 5.5 million dollars and change prorated bonus should the titans cut kevin byard they save uh 13.6 million dollars and change with a dead uh with dead money with a dead cap charge of 5.99 million dollars so there is substantial savings to be had for a team that is cap strapped and for those of you who are paying attention to things like lamar jackson Something like Kevin Byard would be required and would be on the table if you were going to make the move for Lamar Jackson uh, at this point in time. Now, that's a different conversation and one around Lamar specifically that we're going to have a longer conversation around later this week. But Kevin Byard with $13 million in savings is something. Now, they haven't they haven't said that they were, they're going to cut Kevin Byard. But the fact that they're approaching him for a pay cut means that it's on the table. Because at this point, what Adam Schefter is saying is that, uh, well, I'll tell you what Adam Schefter is saying about 
Kevin Byard's willingness to take a pay cut here in just a second. Right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and get the Intel Edge. You need to succeed with the best realtor in Middle Tennessee. The best REMAX team in the entire world. That's a fact. GaryAshton.com will help you with that Intel Edge. You need to sell your home without any showings or stagings. With uh, To find your current home or to sell your current home, while you are in the market for a new one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market to win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity now. That Intel Edge is required for you to be able to do so. In Middle Tennessee, there's nobody better than the team that your favorite teams trust. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and remember, don't sell without the Intel. So, um, Adam Schefter is saying of Kevin Byard, that he has been approached about taking a pay cut. And uh, as Adam Schefter notes, the Pro Bowl safety, Kevin Byard, does not believe his play warrants a decrease in salary. So his plan has to been to play for one organization and retire as a Titan, but apparently the two sides are at a crossroads. So this, uh, as I mentioned, the contract extension, the five-year deal, 2019 is when he signed it. Um, He's been a two-time first-team All-Pro. The uh, cap hit is huge this year, and his salary is huge this year, but they can save if they release him. Now, to release Kevin Byard would be pretty damning uh, unless the corresponding move is going to be something in the Lamar Jackson neighborhood because they do not have the safety depth uh, right now to be able to make fr- make make that work. They do not have, I, I think, at this point on the defense – They do not have the leadership in place to be able to orchestrate this thing smoothly without both David Long and Kevin Byard. That's a lot of know-how on the field to replace, a lot of institutional knowledge uh, that you are doing at this point. Did he not say, Kyle said, did he not say he would take a pay cut on Twitter to sign Simmons? I don't remember that, Kyle. You'll have to send me specifics. Otherwise, that's just hearsay. But I would say to you, uh, that Kevin Byard is, um, you know, is in a pretty unique position because Kevin Byard is correct. His his play does not warrant a pay cut, <laughs> even if the contract is kind of a kind of an albatross on their salary cap right now. Because here's the thing: they've cleared a ton of future salary, but they're still tight as hell against the cap, um, even after all that they've done. Uh, Charles Welbeck says, Buck, your boss wants to know if you'll take a pickup. Maybe I'm never taking a pickup. <laughs> Under no circumstances. Uh, listen, we had this conversation around, I can't remember who we were talking about, contract extensions, maybe Big Jeff. That would seem most logical. And, uh, you know, the idea of taking less money to play for a better team and uh, the cost-benefit analysis, of course, fans want players to take less money to play for a better team because it gives them more resources to allocate elsewhere, right? Of course you want that, even as you love these players um, at this point. But, uh, you know, I am always pro-labor because I always think that the players should try and max out their value no matter how uh, butthurt fan bases become um, because we're in the mercenary business in professional sports these days. I also believe that for our industry in sports media. So I think at this point. Uh, I think at this point, my uh, my position on hometown discounts is well known on the field or off the field, regardless of position. 
or profession. I would tell you, uh, maximize your uh, financial capabilities, your financial earnings, no matter what it meant for your workplace environment. Um, but, you know, that's just my personal approach to things. You guys can uh, do as you like. Uh, why is there talk about cutting? We couldn't trade uh, We couldn't trade him if someone wanted him if we went that route to get rid of him. And, yeah, I would think, but, again, that that's a big that's a big number. Now, um, I need to find specifics. If they traded him pre-June 1, that would mean this that the team that traded for Kevin Byard's contract, I believe, would still assume if they traded if they traded for him pre-June 1, I believe they would still assume uh 13.6 million dollars against their salary cap, which is a big number. That's $3 million more than what it would cost to trade for Derrick Henry um, at this point. I would be surprised if a team, I mean, safety, safety, uh, Kevin Byard is a great safety. A team would do well with Kevin Byard, especially if they had a rookie quarterback deal that they thought made sense um, to fill up around it with veteran contracts and bolster a defense if that was a position of need. But I think, uh, I think that with, uh, with everything being said, um, that is still a big contract to ask a team to assume right now, especially post free agency when the money's largely been spent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, uh, for those of you who work in sales, right? If you approach a company about doing a sales deal, you want to make sure you do it well in advance of them submitting their budgets, right? Because there's a certain time on a fiscal calendar, uh, in a in a fis- you know within the fiscal calendar where companies put out their budgets or put together their budgets and then submit their budgets for whatever corporate administration to approve or uh, approve or deny or to make adjustments to whatever the case may be. But you want to you want to get the deal done before company X has their uh, annual budget put together for the next fiscal year, right? Because you want to make sure that you're involved in that budget if you are trying to do, trying to get ad revenue uh, from them uh, or sales revenue from them. In the same way, free agency has kind of banged any market for Derrick Henry or uh, or um, Kevin Byard, not as much for Ryan Tannehill because he's still a quarterback. And by the way, if they do something that clears substantial cap, cap space like trading Derek or trading Byard or cutting Byard or something to that effect. They get in the, on the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. They cut Ryan Tannehill post June one, and they free up $27 million in into the future. Then we're talking about a much different scenario. Even then Lamar Jackson and big Jeff on the same roster would make fiscal sense. Um, but I think that there's a, this is a tough position um, for the Tennessee Titans and Kevin Byard to be in. And, uh, and I think that at this stage, um, you understand why the Titans are exploring these, even as you don't like them. Now, Robert has just informed me, and I saw an Adam Schefter tweet that Eagle safety uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has just signed a deal with the Lions. Of course, their stud safety, $8 million per year per source. So if Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's a good safety in the league, he's not Kevin Byard, but he's a good safety, can be had for $8 million, is a team really going to trade for a safety uh, at the, you know, with fewer good years remaining than he's already had as he enters uh, what will be uh, age 30 for Kevin Byard. He'll play this NFL season in his 30s. Those kind of drop-offs can come rather precipitously 
if you can pay a, a, a good starting safety $8 million, a team like the Lions, who does have cap space, are you really going to trade for Kevin Byard? And the more of those deals that get done like that, the less there's going to be a trade market for Kevin Byard. Um, Puka says, so Buck, do you think that the Adams family can drop 100, uh, $180 million into escrow for Lamar, possibly $200 million? Because what Puka is saying um, about escrow, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the way that these NFL contracts work, this is a discussion that we're going to have at much, much larger length tomorrow because that is what it, she's asking that question because that is the amount of cash on hand in escrow, like they have to have it in their bank account that Amy Adams Strunk or any other NFL ownership group, group would need to sign Lamar Jackson. We'll have that discussion tomorrow. I, I will say, though, Puka, I don't know their complete and total financial situation, but I do know that they are one of the more cash-poor organizations in the NFL. doesn't mean that they're poor. just means that that's not a small feat, and it's a good question that you bring up. But um, without a look at their accounting situation, I'm, I don't necessarily have the complete and total financial picture uh, for the Adams family. It is a big ask, though. Anyway, so let's uh, – so at this point, here's the thing, Okay. Uh, they are on the verge of making a catastrophic mistake if they cut Kevin Byard. Um, I've gotten texts from former players uh, who have been on the Titans roster recently about this stuff. And the, uh, the consensus that I have received from multiple people reaching out is that if they do this, there is no going back. And I'll trust from players will be lost within the organization. Now, the thing is, they've mostly cleared house on the players who would feel a certain type of way about that kind of disloyalty. Taylor Lewan is gone. A.J. Brown is gone. Roger Saffold, uh, Logan Ryan, Wesley Woodyard, Delaney Walker, Jarrell Casey, gone, 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 gone. Brett Kern, gone. On and on and on down the line. The list goes, uh, and and you understand why all these moves get made at a certain point. You understand why players don't necessarily love them. But Kevin Byard, who just had his number retired at MTSU, who is an institution not just for this organization, but in Middle Tennessee, if you were to, if you you have approached him about a pay cut, and if it's pay cut or release, and you ultimately opt for the latter. Maybe it ends up working out in the long run, but there is a segment of this organization and of fans and of people who are loyal to individual players that will not forgive a move like that. Now, if the team wins ultimately in the long run, it won't matter, and there will be another Kevin Byard situation and another difficult decision being made, right? Kevin Byard, Jeffrey Simmons, Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill, which whomever your favorite players are, like, None of these dudes are probably going to play in the new Titan Stadium, if we're being honest about it. Um, most of the dudes on the rookie contracts right now in the future Titans draft class, those will probably be the ones who break it in. I think there's a great many people on the Titans roster who won't make it with this organization long enough to see a new stadium officially being opened up. And I sure as hell don't think they're going to get it done by the 2026 season the way that they had initially projected. But, um, you know, it would be unforgivable. It would be a terrible decision. If the move is simply to save money um, and it would be a dreadful signal to this fan base and to that locker room about kind of the state of the current or the current state of the Tennessee Titans right now. Um, 
so I think that uh, I think that a, a lot of different people are going to have opinions on this. MB says, why should Bayard take a pay cut? This franchise seems to continue to drift with no direction. Again, uh, so there are players who are going to be made available uh, to assembled media tomorrow. Technically, the Titans haven't agreed to uh, any of these free agent contracts publicly. I would assume that there are physicals that still need to be passed. So like things like, because I they haven't the team hasn't made Andre Dillard, Luke Gifford, uh, Aziz Alshair. I haven't seen any of those deals made official by the club. I would assume that they're still pending physicals, but somebody's going to be made available to the media tomorrow. So it's just a matter of whether it's like Tier Tartan NWI or some of the new players. Arden Key still haven't seen that transaction made official. Um, so maybe those transactions will be made official tomorrow before the 10.30 a.m. press conferences are to be held. And maybe those won't happen before tomorrow. And we'll all be kind of waiting in the void and talking to Naquan Jones about signing his tender, right? These are the kind of things that you just have to be prepared for because right now the organization isn't saying publicly who's going to speak tomorrow. Um, the media has no credibility after all the fake reports already this offseason. I don't know where that's coming from. Who? Which media? Me? So, like, are you... T- so... Mr. Jones, so I, have I lost all credibility? Are you are you speaking to me directly because I'm media? Who are you who are you referring to? Is Adam Schefter lost all credibility who continues to break free agent transaction after free agent transaction or who are you referring to the, you know, the fake blue check mark or the purchase blue check mark that you fell for on Twitter about the Titans being in business for Lamar Jackson? Like, who are you talking about with media? Cuz in the same way that I sometimes you guys get upset with me for lumping all Titans fans or all Vols fans, into one group. You guys are all independent individuals, even though if collectively there is one thing, one team, one sport that brings you together, whatever the case may be. So in the same way that you take umbrage to that, I'm not crazy about the idea of the media has no credibility, blah, 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 because I got fooled on the internet. Come on. What are we talking about here? I understand that it's difficult. It is more difficult to be discerning in today's media environment. Um, yeah. So you're going to have to do a little, little, uh, heavier lifting than having things delivered to you and you just immediately taking them as fact. I think it's good to some degree that people have to be discerning. I also hate that those those things exist that can trick you and that credibility has been diminished. Um, but you know, I don't need to get on a media media soapbox tonight. I don't have that's a conversation that nobody really wants. Um, so uh, this GM is making good moves so so far. Says Rock Arazu. Well. I, I don't disagree, but cutting Kevin Byard, uh, if taking a if taking a pay cut, um, cutting Kevin Byard for not taking a pay cut, if that is something that they actually end up doing, would be would be a pretty shitty situation, right? I think at this point, uh, it's that is something that um, that is something that is the case. Stephen King says, "Buck, you can't lose credibility if you never had any." Well, you know that's that's something <laughs> that's something I can't dispute. <laughs> completely reasonable um okay <laughs> rice erickson says damn buck indiana down by eight this is why we can't do the primetime show while there's an indiana game on they're down by eight against miami 44 seconds and change left to go in the half so of course i'm going to be extra shitty <sighs> because it's tournament basketball tennessee by the way big win over duke we're going to talk about it on the radio show tomorrow but yeah this is not ideal for me to have to do live with you guys watching my pain uh as miami uh nice defensive play there by indiana Okay, I'm not terribly mad at it, even though they're damn near down by double digits at this point. Um, so let's move on. Let's talk wide receivers before we get too bogged down in this Bayard 
discussion. By the way, um, there will be uh, there will be Lamar Jackson Titans talk tomorrow on the primetime show, and we'll probably get into it a little bit. Uh, get into it a little bit on radio tomorrow. Big bucket there to end the half down by five now uh, to Miami. For those of you who have betting interest, if nothing else, on the Miami Indiana game. To go to the Sweet 16. Okay, let's talk about the wide receiver room uh, because the Texans made a big trade today, traded away a big-time player, um, but in doing so are still well-equipped to kind of rearm themselves in the division. We will discuss at length together who's got the worst wide receiver room right now in the AFC South. Is it the Texans or the Titans? Let me know in the comment section, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Uh, while you do so, I will remind you that the best place to wager on the college basketball going on right now, the NHL, the NBA, or anything in between, but particularly given the month that we are in tournament basketball all around us, no better place to do so than Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000. Win or lose, Superbook.com will always offer you the best odds boost and promotional bets out there. And one of your favorite, one of your most exciting prop bet menus. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. So download the app today. And if you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Uh, so, as you look at the wide receiver room. So, the, uh, the Texans traded away Brandon Cooks today. They traded Brandon Cooks. And I'll give you the exact details on the transaction uh, momentarily. But trading away... Brandon Cooks, a big-time move um, to the Cowboys. And the compensation right now is being reported by, uh, as being reported by Jeremy Fowler um, is that they have exchanged two draft picks, trading a fifth-round pick in this year's draft and a 2024 sixth for Cooks. They also, the Texans did, resign Laramie Tunsil to a three-year $75 million extension, which resets the left tackle market again. For the second time in Laramie Tunsil's career. And by the way, he's only going to be 31 by the time. That... Laramie Tunsil, like sports business-wise, I don't know if this is pro the, the primetime show is probably not the forum for a discussion like this. But Laramie, damned if Laramie Tunsil and whomever is uh, um, advising him doesn't have this market figured out because he is going to be in position to reset the left tackle market three different times by the time he's 31 years old, which is something that not a lot of people. And by the way, without representation for those of you watching Lamar Jackson's circumstance um but with advisors who have put him in a position to do so good for laramie tunsil taking advantage of his market value so anyway so they trade away brandon cooks today and it brings the uh it brings the state of the texans wide receiver room to a pretty uh pretty fascinating place it's by no means good um <laughs> and they have 11 draft picks now 12 they now have 12 draft picks in this upcoming NFL draft to try and replace a lot of these uh, players and try and refresh their roster. But as it stands, the Houston Texans wide receiver room consists of players like Nico Collins, Robert Woods, a Titans cast-off, Noah Brown, Amari Rodgers, and John Mechie III, who obviously... Um, had his rookie season derailed by a very, very serious uh, cancer situation and, and does appear to be 
in good standing and in good health and and on pace to uh, to make a return to the field. And, uh, you know, obviously that that situation was horrifying, but he seems to be in an okay place as of right now. So you hold up th- that against the Titans wide receiver room, who under contract right now, NWI, Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips, Racing McMath. So between those two wide receiver rooms, which one is the better one or which one is the worse one? Rather, uh, it was fascinating to see some of Brandon Cook's clips coming out of the Texan season as things progressed, um, because you could tell that this relationship was starting to fray, despite Brandon Cook's being regarded as a very, very professional player. Um, you could tell he was getting tired of being jerked around by that organization. I know as a veteran, how do you um, get your mind right to be able to go into another year of a rebuild? I mean, you said get my mind right. I mean, for me, I, my mind's not there. Uh, you know, rebuild, like I said, that window of uh, where your gifts are at its peak, is, it you know, only lasts for so long. So for me, um, I, I'm not looking at it as far as, you know, being a part of a rebuild. However that looks, that's where I trust my camp um, and my representation to be able to get a map from here and, you know, to there to see what that looks like, uh, to be a part of something that's a trusted plan. Um, but... I'm not going into this offseason thinking like I want to be a part of another rebuild like that. Well, he's not going to have to. He's going to go compete uh, as a part of an interesting Cowboys skill position group now um, with the Texans giving up a fifth rounder this year, or rather the Texans getting a fifth rounder this year and a sixth rounder next year in exchange for the veteran wide receiver. Um, As I look at this production-wise, (laughs) <laughs> it it's close, but it might be on the side of the Texans. Now, Nico Collins has only been in the NFL since uh, since 2021. He's only coming out of his second NFL season and only played in 10 games last year, which is one less than Traylon Burks appeared in. Now, Nico Collins this past season had 37 receptions, for 481 yards and two touchdowns. You hold that up against a player player like Traylon Burks, who in his rookie season had 330, or excuse me, 33 receptions, 440 yards, 444 yards, and one touchdown. So still not, uh, not as productive in 11 games as Nico Collins was in 10 experience-wise, because Kyle Phillips has done nothing in the NFL, Racing McMath really has done nothing in the NFL, and NWI, um, while he was the second-leading receiver on the Titans last year, we understand the situation that NWI is and is best served for. I would probably lean Nico Collins and the Texans wide receiver group right now um, as the worst uh, skill position players. Traylon Burks, has a higher ceiling than anybody on the Texans roster at this point. We'll see what the Texans draft strategy is. Again, they have 12 picks. The Titans have six, literally twice as many draft picks as the Titans do at this point. Um, I don't, I, I assume that the Texans are going to bolster that wide receiver room. The Titans are going to have to do the same, except the t- Texans are going to have twice as many cracks at this thing as the Titans will to try and get things right. More bodies, more opportunities to acquire talent, 
more uh, more bites of the apple, however you want to phrase it, whatever cliche you want to use, more is better than less at this point. And the Titans are working with less draft capital and arguably uh, less production. I mean, not arguably. Uh, there's no argument. Less production than what the Texans have on the roster right now. Uh, uh, Robert inform- informs me that the Falcons have just signed wide receiver Mac Hollins at this point. Um, and that is another veteran wide receiver free agent signing that the Titans did not make. It does not appear that they are going to get involved in this market at this point, although they were uh, sniffing around Sean Murphy bunting a veteran corner, which is not a bad idea for this team um, who cannot rely right now on Caleb Farley. Corey D. Jackson says, it's bad that we are even in this discussion, SMH, how, how, how we have fallen. I mean, yeah, you, you have fallen from a wide receiver core at its peak that was Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis, and A.J. Brown. <clears throat> you include in that Jonu Smith uh, at tight end and Derrick Henry at running back. Yes, you are a far cry away from the version of the Titans that was supposed to be, you know, the thing that would carry you into the future. It's uh, it's very, it's fallen off considerably at this point. So we'll see what happens with the uh, wide receiver needs that both teams have to address. But I think the Titans do have, I mean, the Titans do have the less productive wide receiver group at this point. Talent, you probably lean Titans, although the Texans can fix that uh, very quickly this coming draft. All right, let's uh, let's do this as a free site. The best thing that we saw on the internet this week. The question that I'm going to ask you guys is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What was the best March Madness moment of the weekend? Uh, there were some good results yesterday in particular. Yesterday's games were kind of nuts, and we will discuss at length together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to truemathfitness.com and get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Their workouts are never recycled or repeated. The group classes are my favorite way to work out because they keep you engaged and make sure that you're pushing yourself without overexertion. The coaching staff at TrueMav is fantastic, and they will put you in position to succeed no matter what your goal is. If it's just to get physically better, get healthier, TrueMav can help you do it. If it's to cut weight, if it's to add muscle mass, if it's to tone up TrueMav Fitness, has you covered any number of membership options available for you at TrueMathFitness.com, as well as your first workout free. What was the best moment of March Madness from this past weekend? Tough for me to look around and not give a lot of credit to the Vols, who were able to gut it out in a big-time win against Duke yesterday. Kicking, baby. 
Two tournament wins for Rick Barnes in March, baby. Sweet 16 bound. The Vols are. Um, my favorite moment in particular, I'll be honest, was uh, uh, FDU beating um, a fairly Dickinson beating Purdue. That was delightful. A 16 over a one. It gave me great joy. Indiana did win their first game. They are in danger uh, at halftime of losing their second game and not making it to the Sweet 16. Would make me very happy if they were able to do that. But uh, a lot of great moments from March Madness. Furman uh, getting their one tournament win. They did get smoked by San Diego State, though, over the weekend. Tennessee, big wins. Two wins now getting to the Sweet 16 under Rick Barnes. A big accomplishment. And a really good opportunity to win their region at this point with the way that everything else has set up around them. Kentucky got bounced by K-State. Uh, earlier today, which also gave me great joy. Michigan State upset Marquette. Been a lot of fun moments in March Madness this uh, this tournament so far. Vegas is cleaning up all over the place, but um, it's either Fairleigh Dickinson or FAU that the Vols will face now in the Sweet 16, which is an ideal situation for Tennessee. All right, it's going to do it for us tonight. A longer show, but a lot to talk about. We'll get into the Kevin Byard stuff a lot more tomorrow. Um, we will also, uh, we will also talk about whatever happens, uh, in March madness for the rest of the evening. Um, the sec teams that made it, the sec teams that did not speaking of which Princeton bouncing Missouri, that was shocking to me. It'll now be a, uh, a Princeton Creighton sweet 16 game, which is going to be a lot of fun. We'll also talk about the Lamar Jackson rumors tomorrow, tomorrow on the radio show from 10 to one on one Oh four, five, the zone. So we hope you'll join us. There. Have a great rest of your evening, and I will talk to you, if not on the radio show, tomorrow night here on A to Z Sports Prime Time as we get ready for another week together. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit, and I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.